I'm Laurieann King. I'm a psychic medium and a portrait photographer, and as often as I can, entangled into one nurturing experience. My podcast is about sharing the ephemeral, transitory observations. These are the experiences that, when we are aware, can change our perceptions. So this is an invitation to gently hold still and experience moments through a quiet and reflective lens of visceral introspection and, so importantly, self-connection. Join me. Hey, how are you going? Here we are at the end of a long weekend, Labor Day weekend, and... um, Yeah, end of summer, and there's definitely the feeling of autumn in the air. And I have a really special podcast for you today with an incredibly brave woman who really wanted to share her story uh, when I said it would probably inspire a lot of other people. She is... um, really unique. She is well and truly a neutral gendered person and has struggled her whole life to express herself. And in her own words, this journey portrait that we went on together was life changing. And I'm so honored to have been able to be witness to her blooming into more deeply who she is, more authentically who she is. So I hope you enjoy and I hope that you find this inspirational because regardless of our gender, we are all here to express who we really are. And yeah, enjoy. Saturday morning, the day after you've seen your photos from your journey portrait. Let's just start there. How are you feeling today? I feel good today. I feel good today. It's um, I have more positive than negative feelings from it, so it's that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Done a lot of kind of realization since yesterday of kind of where I'm at right now and seeing seeing the pictures from yesterday is kind of like a, it was a, I'm trying too hard to show up as something. So it was a, a big realization of what I'm trying to do and what I'm actually doing. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there was photos where I didn't recognize myself and I realized that, that was, those were always kind of, well, there was recognition of like, oh, okay, I can, I can show up like that, and then there was recognition of like, no, I'm trying too hard there mm-hmm. to be something that I'm not. So how valuable is that experience, that awareness? Oh, it's huge. It's huge because I, to be able to, to, to see that and be able to continue to go back to that, and each time I look at those, I will get something different from them. Mm-hmm. Right? So to be able to see that. So this podcast is centered on the ephemeris, 
on ephemeral moments, little magical moments of awareness. So I, I really want to dive into some of the challenges leading up to during and after and, and the gifts and all of that. But just as a periphery, can you recall one sort of ephemeral moment that really st has stayed with you? What's your first thought to that? I, I automatically went to the photo shoot. I don't know if that's when you were talking about yeah. it, but mm -hmm. um, um, when we did the boudoir pictures, mm -hmm. I totally had a like, I'm beautiful moment. Wow. <laughs> Can you just go back there and describe it at a body-mind level, what was happening for you? It was just like light was entering my body from every direction. It was just war warm and and bright, but the brightness was soft. Mm. It wasn't like a neon light in your face, but rather than like the sunshine. Right, just kind of shining on you. And how did that make you feel? It made me feel great. <laughs> it was just, it was like being in that bliss moment. And I didn't even know what bliss was, really was, but wow. if I could describe it as a word, right, it just was, everything was right. You know, like the, mm. the way I was feeling inside, the surroundings were right. I mm. felt safe. Um, but more, more, I think there was... Like an, a happiness inside of me that was just kind of like, ooh, <laughs> this feels good. <laughs> it so showed up in your expressions because it's like something gave way and you became uninhibited and liberated. And uh, yeah, liberated is the best word. Those, you know, expressions you've never seen before. But they've always been there mm -hmm. and now you own them and you can visit them because it's like a you know a piece of you that's there it's almost like smiling from the inside yeah i think it's the way i can like you can smile but then you can smile like it's it's like, like i didn't have to try it was just you know there was no effort there it was just happening my whole body was smiling like wow! Yeah, your whole body, every cell was dancing yeah, it was and smiling. Just, you know, there wasn't any part of me that that wasn't in that moment. Mm. I think I finally gave myself permission, though. I think that's you know, yeah. As I've always struggled with being feminine, and I went to the extreme feminine side there, and I gave myself permission to go there, realizing that it's okay. Yeah. And you enjoyed it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still like, shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Let's do a podcast about it. Because <laughs> it's, for some reason, it's like, I'm almost afraid to show people that. And I don't know why. Because it's so beautiful. Mm. Right? Why would I be afraid to show something so beautiful? Well, I think... When we share something, it gets mirrored back to us. And sometimes we don't want to see it. And you're so used to not wanting to see it. That's just an old story. So if you show up as beautiful, you're going to attract mm. compliments. And you're going to attract more beauty. 
and it's going to be mirrored back to you and your old story is is not congruent with that so the old story is leaving right but it's gentle it's it's a, it's a kind journey in a way but it's so personal it's so intimate and this whole business of the masculine side and the feminine side each having a moment in the spotlight it's just so, such an incredible you know journey give yourself permission you give yourself permission to go there which is amazing and I don't think we started out planning like that it kind of evolved to that yeah I don't really know it, th there like, was a point uh, where it rolled over you know we were talking initially about remember about wearing a um, a tuxedo mm -hmm. and a top hat. And a top hat. That's correct. That's yeah. where it started. With a cane and white gloves. Yeah. And then before you came for the journey portrait and you were preparing for it, tell me about that experience. I struggled with both sides, which was, was, which was weird. Like when, when I went into the store to buy, start, you know, like when I picked up the lingerie, I was like, and I literally went into the change room put it on and then I was like okay I need to take it off <laughs> what was going on well I just was just like okay this is I'm just I'm just gonna wear this for the shoot this is not this is not who I am so I'm just gonna buy it for the shoot <laughs> whereas with the with the men's clothes I was like oh I kind of like this right the underwear I had problems with but mm -hmm. the clothing on the outside I was it was like a natural thing for me so to go the women's lingerie you tried on and, and you so there was just judgment there it was like oh I don't look good in this but I'll, I'll buy it anyway because I need I need something for the shoot <laughs> how do you feel now when you look at yourself in the lingerie <laughs> see beauty it's it's a matter of absorbing that and actually believing it you're still yeah, you're still processing I'm, I'm still it. processing it but you see this beauty it, I'm having a hard time like I, I'm seeing the beauty and then I question well is you know it's like I know it sounds silly but it's like is that me well of course it's me but it's like did I actually do that <laughs> right sounds really stupid one one twenty-fifth of a second We've got a different expression, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think of one of your photos during the lingerie boudoir part where it's just from, just from, just below your shoulders up, that beautiful close-up of your face. And you love that photo because it makes you feel something. What does it make you feel? I just see complete beauty when I look at that picture there's, there's just there's just no other words for it it's just like it's just stunning <laughs> did you ever think you'd say those things no. about yourself and I'm still and you notice I'm saying it about the picture yes because <laughs> I still haven't completely brought that back mm -hmm. right it's like oh that's great those are beautiful pictures <laughs> right so th this is different than finding a photo from like 20 years ago, you know, when you were, uh, you know, a young woman and, um, and at the time perhaps didn't think you were beautiful. And then we look back at pictures and we are like, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. You know, like, wow. But now you have this photo of you now 
and then you couldn't see it, and now you can see it. Isn't that... That's... That's huge. It's, it's huge, it's, right? It's, um... So that critical part of you is softening. I've just been so afraid to be beautiful. Yeah. Afraid to be beautiful. Yeah. So... Instead of going down the trail of why have you been afraid to be beautiful, let's go you know, up the trail of healing and how does it feel to be beautiful. I feel pretty good. And I can only take that from that day that I felt it, right? So why can't you have it right now? Go there. Close your eyes and just find it. It's inside of you. She walks in beauty. It lives inside of you, not outside of you. So imagine walking around the world, showing the world that, that connection that you've made to beauty that's inside of you that also showed up in your expression and in your body mind and in your body language. Imagine showing up in the world like that and how that would affect people around you. I just always associate that with other women. Like I just get the, 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 the movie Pretty Woman comes to me. Mm. <laughs> and Julia Roberts is walking down the sidewalk and people are parting on the sidewalk, right? Because she's just so beautiful that... It wasn't about her outer beauty. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. No, I'm not... Yeah. I'm not saying it was about her it's, outer beauty. It was okay. in, the inside beauty that she was... That, you know, someone finally had paid attention to her and made her realize that her worth inside, mm -hmm. right? So worth. when she walked down that sidewalk, she was feeling it. Yeah. Confidence right? and worthy... And I see that with other women all the time. I'm like, wow. Like, yeah. You know, and you can tell. That yeah. They just, they feel it. They own it. They Owning love it. it. Loving it. Those are big, big words. So that's your work now. To own it, to love it. And to show up in that. As a gift to everyone else. Like, what if that's your job from now on? And it's God, a pretty big and job. God, God gives you a payment every month and says thanks. <laughs> it's a big task. But is it? I guess it doesn't have to be, right? It's, it's whatever I choose to make it. Well, I think we can make anything a, a task, you know? Like... But if it's just natural then it's effortless and it doesn't require any energy, any, any effort. If I were to pick your brains about showing up in the world to make a difference, how will you make a difference in this world? Right at, at this very moment where I am in life, there's kind of two things that kind of resonate with me. One, I want to tell every woman in my life that they need to recognize how beautiful they are. Mm. However, they need to do that. Whether mm -hmm. it's doing a similar journey to what I do or 
it actually gets captured so they can physically see it. Because mm-hmm. um, the value in that is there. There's no words, and there's so many women around me that don't know they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. So many of us, mm-hmm. right? And we struggle with it. Why do, you, why do you think that's a struggle? I, I keep coming back to the poem that I read you yesterday, and it just, I think we've been taught that if we shine too bright, that, that people are going to see that as a negative thing. I think we're all afraid of being that greatness. That, that greatness. I think we're so afraid of being that greatness that we just stay small. Because as soon as that greatness comes out, and women, as women, we're our worst enemies to other women. We we have such judgment on women who feel good about themselves. Mm. A lot of times it's not the men, it's the women that beat down the other women. Mm. Like, oh, look at her. Right? Why? Why do we have to do that? Right? So it's much easier for us just to stay small and nobody's going to see us. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're just going to dress normal. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, dress flamboyant <laughs> and show up because as soon as we do that, there's there's this negative judgment around that. Right? What's she trying to do? Why does she look so great? If you think about nature, like birds, for instance, how the male birds are mm. so colorful and the female birds are yeah. all muted and toned down. So here, here's another question for you. Yeah. So close your eyes. So imagine sitting in front of you as your 12-year-old self. What would you tell her today, knowing what you know, to help her on her way? I would tell her that she was beautiful and that people would love her for who she was. Wow. It's so easy to say that, but you feel it so deeply, so authentically, and bravely. Really hold that as a gift. Because, you know, you can tell someone that till you're blue in the face you hold that as medicine inside of you. kind of hurts in a different way, doesn't it? It's like going down deep, deep, deep into you. It's not really pain. It's something different now, isn't it? It's like you've opened up a channel. Hmm. Wow. That's huge. you're dripping on the couch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I should get you to sign a waiver before I do a podcast in person. No dripping allowed on the couch. <laughs> I'll close my legs. <laughs> okay. So this is how you get to show up and make a difference in the world. Because you've opened up something inside of you. Once you know something, you can't unknow it. You can try to close it off. You can delude yourself that you've closed it off. But it's always going to be there. Even if you close it off, it's still mm-hmm. it's still there. And it's just going to push. You're just going to, it will just constantly be 
I just have this like pushing sensation. Like if you try to close it off, it's just going to be like, no, no. <laughs> so what if that medicine that you have connected to within you, that pattern, that code, that information, what if that's your legacy? Well, I just, I, I just got this, this visual, right? And this is like, totally goes against like everything that I am <laughs> or that I feel, right? Like having a room full of like a thousand women and I don't, I can't public speak because it makes me like crazy. <laughs> like <laughs> to get up in front of that many people, <laughs> I'd probably faint. <laughs> and just like literally standing in front of a thousand women and just saying, I want you to say right now, I am beautiful. That's it. Like that's that's like, let's stop being afraid to what if, show up, right? Yeah. Stop being afraid because like, I even like this is getting like flashes of Dr. Lin's. I'm so afraid to show up mm. that I'm like, oh, maybe I should go into her office, right? I'm so afraid of what people are seeing. And she's like, just let it be. Just like show up. And I'm like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Why? Why? That's what's, that's the blockage right there. I'm so afraid to show up. So picture this. So close your eyes again. You're behind the curtain on the great stage. And there's a million people in the audience, men and women, children. And they're all waiting. and the curtain opens and you walk out to the center of the stage and without saying a word, you just stand there and you hold your ground and you connect to this, this landscape inside of you of just being you. beautiful heart smile rises up into your face and you just stand there no words just looking at everyone what's happening to the audience what's happening to you started off with like a smile and then the smiles got bigger and then I hear some some like clapping and some it's just there's just there's just there's just good energy good energy there's there's I don't even know what it is they're smiling and clapping about. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> wow. I can see them starting to cry. Yeah, I saw the opposite. Maybe I didn't go far I did, enough. I didn't mean into yeah, sadness, into connection. No, no, no. Yeah. 
Maybe I wasn't completely showing up. Did I? I didn't tell you you had no clothes on, did I? (laughs) (laughs) I would be wiping. Optional. (laughs) I would be why they're crying. to forgive uh, I mean someone as soon as you said that came into my mind mm-hmm. it was a tough one for me so if the word forgiveness was told to you not as having to let go of your story of somebody hurting you but actually for giving something from you. Just leave your head in a bit. Hmm. Okay. I understand. Where does that take you? Well, it makes me want to forgive them rather than fearing their forgiveness. Fearing their forgiveness. Fearing the forgiveness. The forgiveness. I think we hang on to that. um, I shouldn't say we. I should say I. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about me. I I think we sometimes... I think I sometimes fear the unconditional love, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So if they forgive me for the thing I think they need to forgive me for, then there'd be more unconditional love there. If they forgive you. Or if I forgive them. If you forgive them. It's a, for me it's a, yeah. There's forgiveness on both parts. And what about with the self. I've been working on the self-forgiveness for probably over the last year mm-hmm. a lot. There's mm-hmm. still some still some work to do there, but I think part of that now is linked to the forgiveness of others, which I haven't quite been able to, you know, um, maybe the photo shoot will get me closer to that and, and showing them the photos. Maybe will lead me to that point of that forgiveness. I don't know. What if what if it could be instantaneous? Instantaneous. What if you could it's like pick up my phone and just ask them for the forgiveness? Or forgive them? Their forgiveness of you is their business. Okay. None of your business. Your business is about you forgiving you. From there? So what you're saying is I'm focusing on the wrong thing. So you, f- you s- if you focus from the inside, so if you break the word down for giving, what do you need to give? The first word that comes to me is truth. Far out, huh? Because I'm not... I'm not it comes back to, again, about showing up. 
yeah, who being I authentic. am, being being truthful as to who you are. Who I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps coming back around to that same bloody thing. So it's really simple, isn't it? Yeah. It's like we were given the wrong definition of the word forgiveness. So if you if you hear mm. it now, forgiveness, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful For word giving. about giving. Mm. Yeah, I never, never giving looked at in, it. giving away, giving up, giving in. Well, and the word giving is, you know, so it's powerful. It's so powerful, right? Yeah. And yet, when we put forgiving in front of it, we automatically go to a a sadness. A, a because it becomes about a story about somebody wounding you. And if you forgive them, that means that you stop the psychic storm of blaming them and punishing them for hurting you. Total switch there. Forgiveness is like a flower that's blooming. Forgiving mm. to the self. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting how this turned around to that because... It's the other side of that that brought you to this point in the first place. Yes. Kind of feels like this is your silver bullet. <laughs> yeah. So knowing what you know right now around that, this bloom of forgiving, think of some of those portraits, those photos, where you went into some darkness. Look at her from that place of forgiving. I'm having a hard time getting that. I just felt you completely check out and leave the room. Yeah. It's interesting, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So that's sort of like a an internal not going there today. <laughs> So, of course, you know, I'm like a dog with a bone. I'm like, okay, I'm finding a new way in. <laughs> That's just a rock we need to move and shift around a little bit. So you're, I'm cold. You're cold, you're processing. Yeah. yeah. First I was hot, now I'm cold. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's kind of, let's find another right. way in. What was your challenge leading up to your journey portrait? Or challenges? First thoughts? Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to me is, is was the wardrobe. The wardrobe and trying to figure out, trying to figure out what it was that I needed the photo shoot to do. And because I was overthinking it, I was trying to figure out how I, how I needed to show up rather than just letting that happen. Mm -hmm. So. It was, yeah, I, it was, like, I stressed every day. I remember. Every day. <laughs> like, what am I going to wear? How am I going to show up? Who do I want to be? What do I want you to capture? Right? It was just so important to me that certain things be captured. From my side, working with you during that challenge... 
it felt like, and I have felt this with other people as well, and I really want to hold a space for that, but it felt like you were resisting just really following your heart. And then you would follow your heart, and you would get an idea, a piece of wardrobe, and then you would pull away from it and go. And then all the judgment would come in around that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And it was that sort of landing and then going into the resistance, all of the stories around that. I mean, even when you arrived with your wardrobe, you were excited about it, but you were also so uncertain and so terrified because, but you showed up with the surrender and the resistance hand in hand. And I think that that's huge because I think a lot of times people just cave in and they just show up with the resistance. Mm -hmm. And they leave those other things behind. But you showed up with it all. And it's like you held out both your hands and you said, I need help. I don't know how to do this, but I really want to do this. I really want to, I really want to express my feminine side. I want to find my diva, mm -hmm. my goddess. Mm -hmm. But I also want to, I want to find my masculine side and let him show up and be expressed in an honorable, noble way. Mm. But had you not had the courage to do that in the first place? I mean, we, like, couldn't have gone to the, the darkest places, to the most light places, to the most lateral places that we did. I felt I was going a little crazy in that month, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm sure people around me thought, what the hell? What's wrong with her? Because every day I stressed, like... Okay, I need to go out shopping. <laughs> what could have made it easier? Say you have a friend that wants to do this. What would you tell that friend to make that process easier? Take someone with you that you trust. Because mm. the one time I... Um, someone did actually come with me. And um, it just made... Like, just for the, that one shopping trip, and it made it just like mountains easier you know because they were picking out they knew exactly what I was looking for and they were picking out clothing for me and I was like oh and I went into the change room and I'm like oh so this is what it's like when someone you let someone in and be a part of that rather than me going to the store by myself trying to work it out trying to work it out we you need know? each and, other don't and, we and hide hide like hide in the men's section right <laughs> anyone see me right <laughs> just like run and grab the underwear and then <laughs> and then you know the one time I was in like Tommy Hilfiger and she's like you know there's a two-for-one sale on I'm like ah, I just want to buy the underwear <laughs> just like don't talk to me I just like so I like run back and grab another package like do I need eight pairs of underwear no but I'm gonna buy them anyway <laughs> like just that that utter panic like someone's gonna you know Someone's going to find me out. So I'm like, oh, I'm buying these for my boyfriend. And I actually said that out loud. Wow. I'm buying these for my boyfriend. Yeah. Because I was so afraid. Yeah. So afraid. 
Like, who cares if I want to wear men's underwear, right? Who cares? Really? It, well, it's underneath your pants. Who cares what you're wearing <laughs> under your pants? <laughs> but I was so... How does it make you feel? Wearing the men's underwear? Yeah. Well, they're more comfortable, for one. Secrets out, ladies. (laughs) They don't go up your ass. (laughs) They don't. And most of them are made with a nicer material, I'm finding. They're softer. You know? Like, they create women's underwear to... Your your butt eats the underwear. Like, why? (laughs) Why do we have to have underwear like that? And I'm sorry, lace is not comfortable. I'm going to let you know right now. Lace is not comfortable. Only there are six-inch stiletto heels. <laughs> True. True. But, yeah. yeah it's just... Wow. But I think because we are so... Like, why can't all the underwear just be in one section? And again, I come back to that. You know, we're so defined by men and women. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it would be the same as if a man wanted to wear women's underwear. Mm-hmm. Which, who cares? Yeah. Like, who cares? But we're so defined by those, by that gender. By the gender that we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The gender that we're supposed to be. Hmm. What is that about? <laughs> well, we're born a gender, right? So we we think that that's the gender we're supposed to be. Right. Right? But what if you're not either? Yeah. So how would you describe to, you know, a Palladian alien that just walked through the door? You. They're like, we're looking for females to do some more, you know, interbreeding. What are you? Because we can't figure you out. <laughs> We're going to go there, right? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I can breed, but uh, <laughs> I've got all the right parts. But that's not what I feel. What do you feel? I mean, the, the first word that comes to my head is just neutral. I'm just, I'm just in a very neutral place. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand neutral. No. At all. That's what I'm discovering. Mm-hmm. It's a very, you can be, you can be um, male or female or gay or heterosexual or ch- even transgender, and people understand that. But they don't understand neutral. How would you help somebody to understand neutral. What's it like for you? What's it like for you now that you are more liberated than you've ever been around showing up as a big N? And the only way I can try to put it into words is to like every day just own how you feel. Right? And that's just like like if I want to wear the top with the sparkles on it with men's dress pants, then I'm going to do that, you know, or the, you know, I keep, I have kind of like these visuals of, you know, like 
being in, you know, men's clothing on the outside, but having the lingerie on the inside. Kind of that balance, right? Because it's not really about what other people are seeing at all. That's huge. It's about what I'm feeling, right? Because I know what I've got on, right? That leads to something else, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Because it's all about how I'm feeling. Because yeah. when I when I feel a certain thing, right? So even, you know, in this last month, I've, you know, like, if I don't have my shirts all nicely ironed for work, you know, I open my, my dresser of the tops that I used to wear. And, like, right away, as soon as I put that top on, it's like, oh, okay. My whole attitude just complete, like, whereas when I put my new tops on, it's like, all right, yeah, okay, let's go, right? But that whole, you know, like, I won't get any comments that day. And it's not about the comments, but mm -hmm. it's just that, because they're new. How I'm the showing. Comments are new. How I'm showing up. Yeah. Is how people receive me. Mm -hmm. Right. It's because how you're showing up inside of you, what you're feeling. Yeah. And when I wear the clothes that don't really. Because they're part of the old you. Well, it's they not don't, about the clothes. They don't define me in any way. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we and we do. It's it's about expressing ourselves, right? And we yes. use clothes to express ourselves. That's what, you know, and when we don't own that and we don't yeah. express ourselves the way we want to, then it just, it's just, you know, it's boring. It's hidden, it's, safe. Yeah, it's just, you know, and I think a lot of us do that. Because, mm. again, it comes back to being afraid to show up. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I know, I feel, feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over yeah, again, but it's just coming through so strong right now. So you're walking down the street and you've got, you know, your, your, um, you know, your girly undergarments on and your beautiful slick men's dress pants and a beautiful crisp white men's shirt on. How does that feel? Well, instantly I just, it feels good, you know. It just feels good. I just can see me, you know, walking with confidence. There's just a confidence there. So now reverse it. Put the men's undergarments on and the bits and just feminine. How does that make you feel? Devious. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> You don't know what I'm doing. I was just like, <laughs> like, honestly, that's how it makes me feel. Like, that you have no idea. Yeah. You guys don't have any friggin' clue. <laughs> you're looking at you, especially you boys over there, you're looking at me in the sexy dress and you have no clue what's on underneath. <laughs> it makes me laugh. So. That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually... That's good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, and since since the photo shoot, I just keep like. I'm waiting for that day where I wake up and I say, I know I had reached out to you about wanting help with the makeup, and I haven't got there yet, but it's like so calling to me, right? And I'm like, when's going to be the day that I wake up, and I, you know, I dress in like the that would say like the men's dress pants, and I'm, looking kind of boyish. 
and then I just do the makeup and I put on the eyelashes and I just go out into the world, right? Because I know that it's just going to blow people away. But it's not about that. It's about how it's going to make me feel, Yeah. right? That's right. And that's a completely different look that I've, I haven't even gone there yet. Like, I haven't... So that's not even something that we captured, right? It's like, it's like to really be that, wow, and then just like have that, that bold masculine side yeah. to it, right? Mm-hmm. We, we kind of did. We did, but not to the extreme that I'm that seeing you're it. Now ready to go to. Yeah. Which is brilliant because that was born in that. It was. So, you know, what worked in the past when you were kind of floundering a bit was, you know, finding a mate, going to Sephora or Mac and go with a friend. Mm. Yeah, well, you'd have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, that the, the, the makeup for me has been, uh, oh, well, if I wear makeup, though, I'm going to be, I'm going to look feminine and I'm going to look beautiful. So there's a... The old story. Yeah, the old story there, you know, because yeah. everybody wanted me to wear makeup, you know, mom wanted me to wear makeup, and, oh, why don't you wear makeup? No, I don't want to, right? But a part of you does. Yes. Some days you yeah. do now, and it makes you feel rebellious <laughs> and deviant. <laughs> and <laughs> and it's not because anybody else wants me to wear it. That's right. It's because I want to wear it. Yeah. It's a different story, right? Yeah. So just looking at when you were holding your photos, you had the gamut of emotions. Sometimes it's so so hard to kind of recall the actual moment, right? Because mm-hmm. you're so in that moment at the time. So as like you know, having gone to a movie an epic drama that went all over the place. Seeing that in that way and you've walked out of the theater and you're... How do you feel? I couldn't have prepared myself for yesterday even though I tried. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was going to be big. But I had no clue and what I was going to see, and what I saw was not what I expected. Mm. Not by a long shot. What were you expecting? I didn't think I would be that beautiful. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm blown away yeah. by how beautiful. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just never ever thought that that could be me. Well, we got proof now. Secrets out. <laughs> Secrets out. <gasps> Guess I can't hide anymore, eh? No. You can. <laughs> so, what's your takeaway? First thing that came to me is that it's okay to be beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I just need to tell myself that it's okay. Yeah. That I can be whatever it is I want to be. So what is your takeaway? I 
the takeaway would be that it's okay to be beautiful. But more importantly, it's just it's okay for me to show up however I want to show up. Right? It's just like kind of what we were talking about. Liberated. Yeah. Just like when I wake up in the morning, how do I want to show up? Because mm. I think every day can be different. Right? Mm-hmm. But people... For, for an end. Yes. Because you've got a pendulum and it kind of swings and it, you know... It's, it's kind of just going back and forth. And it's just having the courage to honor that, isn't it? Mm. That, that connection you're having that in that moment. And I think I just need to let it more naturally happen because even, you know, like afterwards I really like, I was so focused on like, what is this, right? And I think the, the harder that you try to make something happen you know you lose you lose the, the motion mm-hmm. right so I was like okay this is this is what I am and I was like well that's you know I'm not it's not a straight line there Monica no <laughs> there's no line there at all the four-year journey portrait to during journey portrait so if we were talking to your soul and we said okay soul of Monica what are you longing for before the journey portrait Hmm. there's two things that came to me self-forgiveness self-acceptance self-forgiveness self-acceptance speak loud and clear (laughs) you would like me to say that again (laughs) loud and clear self-forgiveness and self-acceptance because I can't expect anyone else to accept who I am if I don't accept who I am nor can anyone else forgive me. (laughs) So, I have to be truthful with myself Mm -hmm. and show up. So what is your soul longing for now? Now my soul just wants to be loved as who I am. Now I want the unconditional love because I'm ready to show up. So I have a newsflash for you. <laughs> Wanting unconditional love is an oxymoron. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. But you asked the question and I answered it. <laughs> so take it to the next level. Well, what I really want is I, wanna, I want the unconditional love for myself. Yeah. If I love myself unconditionally, that's that's the the greatest love. Isn't that the all of our tasks? And isn't that hard enough? Is there anything else you'd like to share from your experience, your journey portrait? I just wish I could tell women not to fear it. 
because I know women fear being pho photographed. Mm -hmm. What do you think, because it's not just women, I have to tell you, mm -hmm. what do you think people fear when they're, you know, they're considering it or they outright reject the idea? What do you think the fear is? It, it, it's, I know, it's going to sound like I'm repeating myself. It's, it's about shining. It's about coming, coming, showing up and, and, and being the most beautiful specimen of yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? And I'm sure a lot, sometimes you probably photograph people who don't show up and it, it shows. Right? And it's because they're so afraid of being the best of them mm -hmm. that they can be. Right? And I think people are just like, you know, they're so afraid to have that captured. Because then the secret's out, right? I think that's very valid. And I think there's another side to the coin from what I've observed. <clears throat> and I think that everybody in their heart of hearts longs to be captured in that light. But it's so vulnerable. Mm. It's so scary. Because they're, you know, showing up like that, and maybe it doesn't show up, and then what? It's just that I think everyone has this really secret longing to be able to recognize the, um, the likeness of themselves. You know, not in an arrogant way. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It's like when you say in a soft, beautiful way, that's just what, mm. you know. It's like, you know, imagine the first time someone saw their reflection in a pool of water. You know, and there's, you know, there's mythology around this, right? And narcissism and, you know... It's like the word forgiveness and how it got, it got given this definition that it's, it's a, you know, yeah. and maybe the same thing is to see your own reflection and mm. to actually, in a very pure way, fall in love with yourself in a very balanced and whole and natural way. It's being in that place of unconditionality instead of going to self-loathing or into narcissism of some kind. Mm. You know, arrogance and ego. But just creating a space that's safe to find that middle ground to actually see, have the opportunity to see your own reflection showing up, connected and present to look back into your own eyes and see that that showed up and know that it was real and authentic for sure right it wasn't yeah. and you know and, and it's like I mean you can certainly look at a photo and see someone is not present or they're projecting something and um, that is from self-loathing or from ego 
all of them right in that center place where it's just it's so magical and and it hits it it sort of it, it to me it hits me I feel it I don't hit me I, I feel it hitting me in in the heart center yeah you know I can look at ten photos from one sort of section in a pose and it'll go nope getting there getting there there it is and that's it and it's gone after that okay it's just it shows up in just this little and I think just to create that space for people to come and to to find that I want I just want to say that I think it's also and this is all probably what it People fear fear he healing. Well, and they're and addicted to pain. It's, Most of it's, us are. The, the the photo shoots that you do are so much a part of a healing process. Mm. People would much sooner just you know go and have their picture taken. They don't want it to be a part of that. You know, don't make it too much work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like just take my photo. You know, like, I, you know, the, because you're very open about what you're trying to do and that it's more than just your picture being taken. Mm. Well, that's going to And that's, I'd like, if I there was some way of me reassuring people or taking, you know, trying to soothe that, that fear for them, it's like, oh, you need to do this. <laughs> You know, it's part of the healing process. Go, yeah. go do it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. let's bring this to a close with if your very best friend in the whole world was sitting here right now in front of you, how would you describe your experience in your journey portrait? There's just so many words popping into my head. It was. And I was going to describe this, my best friend, and tell her that it allowed me to find myself, to find all those parts of me that I didn't even know were there. Some of them I knew that were there, and when I exposed those parts of me, it brought up all kinds of new realization to what it was. It was enlightening. It was powerful. It's just... I'm trying to put words to it. It's so hard to put words to what I experienced. Because it was... It was something in here. It was not... Right? And we so often try to describe what that is that we feel inside. But a lot of times we can't. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, there was, there was the happiness, there was sadness, there was pain, there was bursting with excitement. <laughs> right? I just tell her that she needs to experience that too. Mm -hmm. I would just want her to experience that too. It was amazing too watch you bloom in each facet that you went down it was such an honor it was such a privilege thank you so much thank you it was 
the most amazing experience. I still can't believe all my different expressions. It just blows me away. <laughs> yeah. <Just> like, <laughs> like dressed in men's clothes and you look so feminine and dressed in boudoir and this masculine part of you shows up and it does your fucking head in. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Then yeah. I never would have believed it. Yeah. You know, like I had no idea that's what I was projecting probably could feel it but wasn't really identifying with what mm. you know at that moment it's you know you can see why the native indians refer to people who identify to the opposite of a gender they're born in or something in between as two-faced it's like yeah, it's like I definitely was two-faced yeah yeah in in the best way <laughs> and i think i think that the the one photo that stands out the most prevalent for that is, is in the black lingerie. I just yeah. don't even know, like I don't recognize that person. Two spirits in one body. Oh, but at, to the fullest extreme almost, mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just like, I know. Like, like the other, the other ones are kind of, you know, you can see it, but that one's just like, bam, <laughs> there, there I am. <laughs> it's just like, ah, <laughs> Okay, I see you. I see all of you. I see you. I see all of you. I like that because my little tagline right now is, you know, I see you. I get you. I am you. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I see you. I see all of you. I love that. I'm going to steal that. Okay. I think that'll be the title of this podcast. I see you. I see all of you. Wow. I love that. Yeah. It's a little mantra for you when you look in the mirror. Yeah, I see all of you. Wow. Huh. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. Wow. Kind of sends a body vibration through me. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing and, and being so open and candid from the very beginning and even to this point and uh, maybe this will inspire someone else you know to take take a step in their own self-discovery look in the mirror and say I see you I see all of you yeah and show up in that way yeah, don't wait oh life is so short because yeah and life changing for me for life changing and you got a new wardrobe. <laughs> exactly. Bonus. I know. <laughs> One that actually looks nice on me. Yes. <laughs> Instead of showing up um, in some of the outfits I've seen you show up in, <laughs> it's just like, did the dog dress you? <laughs> like, are, do you put a blindfold on and just grab things and throw them on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is what I've been doing for the last 40 some years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. Yeah. It's like I literally just like stepped out of one me and stepped into a new me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. All right. Well, let's 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 call it there. All right. So, thank you. Thank you. It was awesome.
I'm glad you stayed and listened and maybe connected to something within yourself. Go easy.